The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and this is the VPM Daily Newscast. Documents and invoices obtained by VPM News confirm the city of Richmond is paying $1.8 million to take down Confederate iconography. A total of 14 pieces, including monuments, plaques, and cannons, were removed before a judge ordered the operations to stop earlier this month. The only city-owned Confederate monument still standing is the A.P. Hill Memorial, which sits on the site of Hill's remains. According to the contract signed by Mayor LeVar Stoney, the city also paid for the removal of the Arthur Ashe statue on Monument Avenue. The Ashe family had initially asked for the statue to come down, but they later decided it could stay up. Richmond City Council is considering renaming Jefferson Davis Highway. The move comes after the local NAACP chapter and the Neighborhood Association called for the change. Roberto Roldan has more. Council members Chris Hilbert and Reva Trammell, along with Mayor LeVar Stoney, are proposing the name change. Charles Willis is the president of the Jefferson Davis Neighborhood Association. The group requested the renaming last month amid racial justice protests in Richmond. Willis says the name no longer matches the mostly black and Latino neighborhoods that surround the highway. So as life changed on Jeff Davis or in the Jeff Davis area, then, you know, there's a need for change also. The renaming is expected to get a final vote in September. Until then, the city will hold a public meeting to get residents input on what the new name should be. Roberto Roldan, VPM News. Officials in Charlottesville are looking to limit police from acquiring military weapons. According to the Daily Progress, the city council approved a resolution yesterday prohibiting the Charlottesville Police Department from buying military weapons or taking military-style training courses. Some residents say the measure doesn't go far enough as it only limits purchases directly from the military. The city's planning commissioner also suggested that the police department inventory its weapons and justify the need for each. One council member said the measure was just a beginning. Virginia Democrats would like to make assaulting a police officer a misdemeanor instead of a felony when they reconvene for a special session on criminal justice reform next month. The Virginia Association of Chiefs of Police opposes the change. Whitney Evans reports. Right now, anyone accused of assaulting a police officer in Virginia faces felony charges and six months in jail. But Senator Scott Suravel says not all assaults are created equal. During a press call with the group Virginia Progressive Prosecutors for Justice this week, he recalled the case of a Northern Virginia woman who was charged with felony assault for launching an onion ring at a police officer. That's the law in Virginia. It has been since 1997. These mandatory minimums are exactly what the problem is. According to state State police data, nearly 2,000 police officers were assaulted last year. About 70 percent of those assaults did not result in significant injury to the officer. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Richmond Public Schools plans to open virtually in the fall. Superintendent Jason Comros told the district school board Monday that they plan to make sure each student has a Chromebook. This will help standardize things from a teacher's perspective. It will make it easier for them since the interface will be the same for everybody. It will also make things easier for parents because we can then give uniform guidance that will help them. It will be easier for kids. Kamara said unlike the past spring semester, online attendance will be taken and fall assignments will be graded. The district plans to release a comprehensive reopening plan at its next meeting. Virginia's once-a-decade redistricting process is up in the air due to census delays caused by the pandemic. As Ben Pavier reports, it's one of several uncertainties affecting a proposed constitutional amendment. 
The constitutional amendment would create a bipartisan redistricting committee, half lawmakers, half citizens. They draw the new maps every 10 years, including in 2021. To do that, they need updated census data. And because of COVID-19, it's coming in late. Brian Cannon is with the advocacy group One Virginia 2021. The smart money is probably on the House of Delegates will run in 2021 under the 2019 lines. There's another problem. Democrats in the House and Senate failed to agree on key legislation spelling out rules for the commission, like which citizens can join. Many House Democrats turned against the commission this year, arguing it's not independent enough. Republicans and Senate Democrats argue the plan is fair and bipartisan. If voters pass it in November, Democrats will have to settle their differences. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Local businessman and patron of the arts Bill Royal leaves a lasting legacy in Richmond. The 74-year-old died on June 25th after being diagnosed with ALS 14 months earlier. As Pam Hervey reports, it was Royal's quiet interaction with local leaders and artists that led to significant cultural and educational impacts. Bill Royal was born in the small town of Tazewell, Virginia. In the second grade, his family moved to Northern Virginia, where he sowed the seeds of entrepreneurship, first by selling tomato plants door-to-door. Sold a lot of tomato plants. Everyone wants one or two tomato plants in their backyard, even in row houses. He sold Christmas cards that way, too. Buyers could pick their typeface, and it would be embossed in gold. So that I guess I was in the direct mail business pretty early. Royal shared his career path when I spoke to him in 2014. In college, he fell in love with politics and created direct mail fundraising for political campaigns. What would be more fun than just sending out letters and people send money back? There was some science involved in it as well as an art. Royal stayed involved in politics, but the strategic marketing company he created in 1983, Royal & Company, quickly became a nationwide direct mail leader in higher education recruitment. Dr. Hakeem Lucas, president of Virginia Union University, said Royal was a pioneer in working with historically black colleges and universities. Many of the HBCU presidents knew of the Royal Company, knew of Bill Royal and his passion for education and and ensuring that everybody has an opportunity to experience it. Royal sold his company in 2015, but continued his philanthropic support by joining the Board of Trustees at BUU. He was deeply committed to the mission of education and the commitment to African-American community and causes and the less fortunate. Beyond business and education, Bill and his wife Pam invested heavily in the local arts community. The couple donated or contributed to the acquisition of more than 100 works of art to the VMFA over the last decade, and Bill was a member of the board. The Royals played a significant role in the museum's acquisition of Kehinde Wiley's Rumors of War. And as the Royals built their art collection, they befriended many local contemporary artists, including Brazilian-born Richmond artist Eva Rocha. Bill Royal was, for me, a fundamental person in my life, not only in terms of art, but in my life in general. He became a mentor, a friend, somebody who creates a big impact. Rocha says Royal's interest in history, literature, politics, and journalism influenced his perspective on art. Many times, a movement or some artists or some collectors uh, will only be reviewed much later in their importance. And Bill Royal and Pamela Royal, uh, they were fundamental in this moment, I believe, because they were able to see the narrative of many artists. Friends and colleagues like Dr. Lucas describe Royal as a beacon of light. 
I think Richmond should never forget the anchors and the pillars of our community who wanted all people of all backgrounds to come together, whether it was around art, whether it was around philanthropy, uh, whether it was hard work and what grit and, and, and perseverance and resiliency could do and for entrepreneurial activities and to follow your dreams. The historic industrial arts building on the VUU campus, which houses the Center for African American History and Culture, will be named in honor of Bill Royal's commitment to the university. Pam Hervey, VPM News. All of the stories you found can be heard online at vpm.org news. This has been the Daily VPM Newscast. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.